You are about to enter the realm of Erdseeheimel, a magical land full of great treasures, warring nations, and dark dangers. But before that, this is the voice of Aaron, your dungeon master for D6, and you are about to listen to the audio podcast version of our live broadcast of D6 Black Archives. If you wish to watch the original broadcast of D6, episodes go live on Sundays at 6pm Pacific Standard Time, 9pm Eastern Standard Time on the Roll for Damage Twitch channel. Afterwards, the VODs will be uploaded on Wednesdays at 3pm Pacific Standard Time, 6pm Eastern Standard Time on the D6 D&D Live Show YouTube channel with the audio versions released here on both Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcast platforms Saturdays at 6pm Pacific Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, whether you're listening to this at work, driving, or prefer the audio format, please be aware of your surroundings and listen to your podcast responsibly. We are not liable for this is what your character would do at the cost of other players' fun. Thank you all, and let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome everyone to D6, where I, RCM, bring together several friends from across the internet to play... On a D&D live stream show. Hello. 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 Yo. A normal intro this week. And no, I'm not wearing the same shirt as last week. I just have five of the exact same shirts. I I swear. Just like my <laughs> cartoons. Vouch. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I vouch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. Just, I have a very simple wardrobe. Uh... <laughs> So, uh, before we get into tonight, uh, I got some quick announcements for, uh, for this week, and then we'll go ahead and jump on into the episode. So, first and foremost, I have some great news about the podcast, um, D6, D6 Black Archives Podcast is now currently over on Google Podcasts. A uh, bit of a uh, bit of work to actually have gotten that done. I'm very glad that it is actually done, done. And so, if you are an Android user and you want to avoid using Spotify or all that stuff, uh, you're more than welcome to go ahead and check out the uh, Black Archives podcast on Google Podcasts. Download now. There will be some links over on Twitter, and there will also be some links down below when the VOD goes up. Next up is, just checking my notes, uh, yes, so right now I am in the editing process of D6 Amen. Uh, our first episode is currently in my timeline, I've been working with all the audio, getting everything cleaned up, I'm looking forward to getting that uh, all together and hopefully well and edited just in time for its release, and with that... Uh, with my relatively complicated schedule as is, I hopefully will have that done very soon. I'm trying to get all three episodes done within the uh, same amount of time span, but, you know, my schedule is full of uh, stuff. Let's see, uh, and next up... Uh, I don't think we're going to be off anytime soon, uh, but I do have... I guess it's a minor announcement. I will be going to Anime Riverside uh, this upcoming 5th, which will technically, this episode will be up by the time I make this announcement, so sorry to everyone. 
But yes, I'm gonna go to Anime Riverside just on Sunday. I have no real other plans uh, other than just kind of going. So if you want to come by, say hi. I'm more than happy to say hello. I'll have the TV head and everything. Yep. And I think that's about it for announcements. And also our wonderful friends over at Gamer Subs. Yeah. I mean, make that sound weird. She totally did. <laughs> it, Power yeah. juice. Uh, yeah. Our, my current lifeblood as of recent. Uh, but yes, Gamer Subs. In case you guys don't know what Gamer Subs is, they sell anime waifu cups like this. They also sell these wonderful powders with 100 milligrams of caffeine, neurotropics, uh, antioxidants, and a sugar free sweetener that doesn't make me shit myself. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, they are also going to be having a massive event, uh, which is Badger Day. Uh, they'll be doing a, I believe, 10% off, uh, or I, I think it's, I, I do believe it's like 10% off, uh, using code Badger in order to get yourself some guacamole gamer fart 9000. Oh, Russian, Russian Badger. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So if you guys are interested, like, uh, yeah, if you guys are interested, you guys can go ahead, check out Gamersubs uh, using Badger, or in ever the case that you want to get 10% off and uh, help me out, uh, use the code SHEMPI and you'll get 10% off your order. So that being said, if you guys are interested, go ahead and check out some Gamersubs. Thank you once again, Gamersubs, for being an extremely supportive company uh, in comparison to others that have not been in the past. <laughs> so that said I think we're good yeah, I, I think we're, so we're ready I switched the icon for needed <laughs> <laughs> alright adjusting the hair that said let us get into tonight's episode of <laughs> D6. Alright. So, where we had last left off. Our adventurers have been inclined to help out with the Peace Summit. All of you, having gone to the massive ballroom and joining in this major event, you had collided with many of your past enemies, uh, made new friends, uh, made a friend of good old uh, Laren Dustlake of the Dustlake uh, Legacy. It, in that time, you unfortunately also have been invaded by a high priest of this entity known as the Red King having trying to look for a scion in that time, had come to find out that it was Burra's adopted father who was the scion of the Red King. In this event, you all tried to fight against an army of demons, which had been uh, led with the procession that, uh, that was led by the Red King. And thus, began a chase in order to not only find out more answers as to what the Red King is or who he is, and as well as trying to understand why they had invaded. 
as well as Leodon being overtaken by the mind, being charmed by none other than Grin Nozdriv, the true name of William Well. In fighting against the Akiakari House, as well as Monks of Kali, in order to bring retribution to Bura for his betrayal, if not misunderstanding, that led to his brother's death. Having fought his own undead brother as a death knight, you all defeating Akiakari, finding yourselves within the Clarion Vault, even meeting Benedictus, the adopted red dragon of Canis. Looking through Clarion Vault, trying to find clues, managing to find what is this white skull mask with certain markings that kind of emulate as if pulled muscle from the mask itself. You all conclude on the night that the summit has led to failure, but you manage to capture the scion of the Red, uh, of the Red King and probably making more allies than you think. Also on top of that, Samael was there to help with the red dragon situation, but under yeah, certain there was circumstances. That. <laughs> yeah. So that being said, after a very complicated and somewhat overbearing night, majority of your allies return back to the uh, to the EHS uh, division, where you're all initially from, after a lockdown has been put in place for the entirety of the Adamantine Bastion. As such, you have all been commanded to return to your quarters, rest, and we'll begin trying to understand and ask questions as we go along. It is to note that every guest is still on the Adamantine Bastion. And for those of you who are interested in trying to get more answers to questions, you have the opportunity while you are here. Of course, with the some few exceptions, uh, such as Grin and this High Priest, but it's pretty much all you know for now. After a rather restless night, you all awaken within your living quarters and you are free to once again roam within the EHS as well as the Adamantine Bastion as you so freely desire. So, what do you all want to do? Well, Cedra has a message to pass on to Buddha when he's more than willing to able to hear it. Right. Meaning she's not taking the chance to waking up up early and getting caught in the door attack. Bri is just simply out of the deck smoking. I'm proud of him. He's not afraid of heights as much. <laughs> Lots to think about. Yeah. Um, depending on when she sees him, she'd uh, approach him carefully because he went through quite a bit too last night. So she just kind of approach and like clear her throat to try and not spook him. 
camera perception to see to see if Brown knows she's there. Well, I mean, she's not trying to be stealthy. Yeah, uh, you do hear the faint, uh, the rather pitter patters that is next to the balcony of a Citra leaving her room, and you could definitely hear it coming down from the hallway behind you. But I don't know if she's if she's heading to the deck or not. It's up to you. Do you want? I mean, if you, you want could... to see if you're not paying attention enough. <laughs> nah, I, I was thinking about him. Roll for lost in thought. <laughs> I mean, that is a thing. <laughs> uh. Ah, fuck it. I'll just I'll just play as he is. All right, she she know. Uh, I'm one. He hears Citra coming down, but he doesn't know if she's coming to see him or not. All right. Mm, nah. I'll, okay then. He's just smoking. If she doesn't turn around, she'd uh, smartly use the end of her staff to try and like poke him. Hello. <laughs> okay now. Now, okay, yeah. all right. It, it's this, garnered your uh, attention all enough. All right, this time, <laughs> this time, he knows. This time, he, this time he he suddenly <laughs> stops smoking, crawls to the nearest edge that isn't by the isn't by the deck. You just <laughs> take like several steps back before you're hitting the wall. Oh, oh, oh! I'm it's, sorry. It, it's you, Citra. Yeah. Please. Surprised you're even out here. Don't do that again. I just, I, I just got over. I mean, I, I was just, just trying to get your attention. Uh, no, it's fine. I guess I. Uh, it's fine. I was just lost in thought. I guess. Yeah. I mean, you did go through a lot. Um. But speaking of that a lot, I actually do have a message to pass on to you. What? Th um, that my mechanical cat is ready? It's been a... <laughs> that, that woman told me that I was supposed to get a cat. She's... Uh... She's still locked up, so I'm not too sure about that, but this has something to do with your brother. <sighs> if you're okay to hear it. Well, I got nothing else better to do, so... Shoot. Well, I'm hoping this will bring you a little bit of peace of mind, but... While you were down, um... I really didn't want to do what I had to do, but... When he... When I struck him, and he went down, he did actually say something to me. Telepathically, I believe, like what Azure does, but... He... He wanted you to know that... None of this was your fault. <laughs> and I have no reason to believe there is anything behind that except just the honest truth. He still cares about you. I had to... Uh, I'm not sure if he meant... meant meant my meant killing him killing him was not my fault or there was something else at play i want to believe it's probably the first instance of what happened there's no way the rest of this was your fault 
You're not responsible for the actions of others, you know. You know, I mean, Reese, my brain tells you, it says differently. It's gonna be hard to shake, but I'm hoping this gives you a little bit of peace of mind. It's just a little bit. To be honest, that little bit helps out a lot. Thanks, Idra. I was hoping so. Thanks. Of course. I just I'm really sorry that I had had to be the one to do it. <laughs> is either haunt my nightmares? Is either is either you tell me or or some other asshole tells me? Well, at least it's a friend telling you. Yeah. At least it's a friend. Citra's so happy to hear that, just confirmed with his own voice saying, like, yep, they are friends. It's so it's solid now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gonna... now that that... Okay, so now... So now that's over with. I'm gonna harass... I'm gonna harass that woman to... Woman about my cat uh, again. I, I, I would... I would probably not... Harleen's got a lot to deal with after the everything that happened. Maybe not add something else to her plate right now, because you still need her permission to do that. Okay. A lot of people got hurt <sighs> last night. I know. Maybe just, just, just for at least a day. Just a day. Alright, fine. Thank you. <laughs> At least... Besides, I guess I can just... I guess Dante... I guess I can check and see what Dante's doing. He usually has some sort of fun shit planned for the day. Uh -huh. I don't think Citra's seen Dante, so she has no idea how to answer that. Dante's ears are burning. <laughs> just pops out. What's up? Great. Yep. <laughs> My ears are burning. <laughs> so what? So Dante, you got any plans, fun shit planned for today? I don't think we actually confirmed that he was there. I was yeah. joking. Oh, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling Dante. with it. I was, I was clinging oh. to the ceiling. Yeah. Wait, you were on the ceiling? <laughs> I was inside the hall, just clinging to the ceiling. Uh, just like you know, like spider <laughs> climb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know that scene where it's just like one of those people like kind of just holding themselves against the yeah. uh, the walls. You can kind of see the muscles beginning to shake. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> hey, gotta practice. Gotta practice holding my position for a long time, and it's not easy. Yeah. Gotta gotta work out them uh, them bow muscles. Yeah, trying to get that secondhand smoke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <boy>. <laughs> Uh, All right. uh so, so um um so so I still got some questions like I've got a brother and I am royalty I'm sorry what Bitching. Citra was not there for that conversation Oh okay well Citra um oh yeah sorry about that Citra I'm here to fill you in um apparently Samael's my brother I'm royalty and I've got some questions I want to ask today. Citra, you can see the brain stop and the gears trying to restart for a second. 
I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Pranking along. The same guy that's a terrorist and threw you in, or got you in the dunes, also damn near killed us. Yeah. Your brother. Wait, damn near killed us? What do you mean by that? He has the same sword as the same guy that kicked our asses outside the mansion. Wait, what? What? Did you not put that together? Dante's gears are also coming to a halt and restarting again. <sighs> ah, wow, you missed a lot. Uh, Wait, Samuel is that fucker who ambushed us. Yeah, but he also said he doesn't quite remember a lot like the Bullshit. other dude we met in the mountains. Bullshit! Where is he? Why are you yelling at me? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm just like... Uh, uh, I guess we're all kind of related to assholes. Uh, Citra, I don't know about you, but... Oh, <laughs> uh, no, um, not that. Uh, I Before we... I have a lot to deal with. Um, Before we went into that room and dealt with, you know, your father and your brother and everyone else, I caught a glimpse of my father and I saw a similar light that I give off when I go poof into that winged form. I'm not sure if that's normal. Oh. Yeah, and Sabi ain't too happy about him. So I'm guessing we all have a bunch of questions, huh? Yeah. In this moment, Leodon, what are you doing uh, upon uh, this morning? Probably uncharacteristically would have slept in. I mean, Seizer did knock you pretty hard in the head. <laughs> she did. It could yeah, be a concussion. There's, there's also uh, a couple things, uh, sort of. Leo doesn't feel quite right anymore, no. so he's trying to see if he can sleep off just everything that happened. Aww. But if he were jostled, he would probably wake up pretty quickly. Seacher just left a note under the door. It says, I'm sorry for hitting you. <laughs> are we going to let, are we going to let Leo sleep? Or are we going to just harass him? Barge in? Harass him. Harass him. Harass him. Seacher won't. Bro, go first. Bro, go All first. Right. He's in his room, right? Yeah, he's in his room. He's sleeping. I uh. fucking... Kick down the door. Make a strength check. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Every every day. Right. Never a dull moment. Something, something fresh. Something new. I can change him. I can make him 13. worse. Thirteen. Yeah, Thirteen. I mean, these are not what I would consider to be, you know, the best doors in all of uh, in all of in all of uh, the adamantine bastion. A simple kick. And Leodon, you hear the strain of bolts and metal coming out of stone as what was once your door attached to the hinges and the uh, threshold, now currently ajar with a Bura bringing his leg down and you know your two other companions kind of staring at it, going, 
The teacher is holding her you head are, in her hands. You're more than jostled awake. You are shockingly awaked, awakened. Yo, still asleep and shit? Come on, wake up, Leo. 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 Uh, just squinting at the door, just blinks a couple times. Slowly leans up. Slowly turns. And slowly stands. And he slowly walks over to Bra. Oh my god. And good morning to you too. Beth! I suppose I'll have to fix this later. Uh, and he just leans over and props the door up against one of his walls and just... No, nah, that's that's fine. I got it. Pats it. Wait, that's fine. I got it. Hold it. All right. What do I need to roll to see if I can just slam the door back into his hinges to fix it? You're not fixing this anytime soon, and it's not like you have uh, <laughs> any tools on you that you're proficient enough to fix this. Uh, usually considering the fact that this isn't the first time you've kicked your door off its hinges. Uh, usually every time you come back, everything seems fixed and put back in its place. You're not exactly sure who's doing it, but you know it's gonna get fixed at some point. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Leo, don't worry about it. If I can't fix it, then the then the door fix it very well. That's okay. It's the thought that counts. That's the spirit. Now let's get some. Now mm. let's get some mischief. Mischief, is just looking at Leo with a silent. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, he's just he's just got a big smile on his face. <laughs> his <laughs> eyelids are half closed, and he's just. <sighs> so before Poor some me. mischief. I'm going to ask each and every one of you, as we go across the table, who do you intend to talk to within the Adamantine Bastion? And then I will have you all brought back to the EHS in due time to kind of proceed onwards. Citra definitely wants to see if she can still speak with her parents. Okay. Dante's going to want to talk to Samael. Um, Bro is just going to tag along because he doesn't really have anyone to anyone. He's of interest at the moment. Okay. Tag along with who? Dante or Citra? Dante. Dante. Oh, okay. Mm. I think Leo might want to talk to Alois at some point. Mm. Okay. I need to shave. <laughs> No, what's going on? Oh. I'm just writing. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. You don't hear dice rolls, we're fine. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry oh, no. I just, I just, I pa uh, my video paused there for a second. Oh, no, uh, no. I'm very still. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, Citra, you'll be talking to parents. Uh, Dante Bro, you'll be talking to Samael. Heads up, there's a thunderstorm coming through, so if you hear loud booms, it's fine. Perfectly right. fine. Lead on with Alois. All right. So, start off. Citra. Yep. As you traverse 
you do know, as per information uh, provided to you at this point, uh, there is a general airship with the colors of a Celsium that pervades the entirety of... Well, there are being many airships that pervade with their uh, known colors per each nation. Uh, as you are an Acelsian, you are familiar with this airship and can very much gather that those who are staying here are pretty much airship locked to the adamantine bastion until matters have been handled properly. A lot of questions mm -hmm. are being asked right now, but as present your, your rank and your name to guards in order to try and make your way through, you do manage to find yourself on an airship where your parents are currently spending time on the bow of the airship, looking out into the skies, having long conversations before turning and seeing you. And they are... They look like they are hell. Just from last night alone, your father... Uh, your father having a uh, having some stitches both along the neck and hands are bloodied and bruised from his events, and you see that your mother is currently trying to remain the calmest of the two. So they see yeah. you, they both walk up and give you a nice big hug. No words needed. Yeah, now she'd return the hug immediately. As they both pull back. It's good to see you. I'm glad that you're safe. Yeah, I'm glad you two are. None of that was easy. <laughs> Currently, the vizier is in the main castle right now, answering a lot of questions to many, many of the king's questions. Is he okay? I didn't quite see him when I had to leave. It was... It was easy to try and defend him, but there was very little we can do to actually prevent damage. No, I understand. Vizier is well and healed. He should be fine for the time being, but... What about you? Oh. I'm fine as far as I know. I mean, I can heal you. I have that ability. Don't worry, your mother has taken care of me before. This wasn't the first time that I've had a scrap. Well, assuming I'm pretty sure that's where my magic comes from. See, it's... Um, you see, it's, uh, your mother just like... Might be more on my side if you think about it. Hmm. Your father not having to start this argument. <laughs> um, I, well, wanted to make sure you guys were okay, and of course I'm not gonna just not see you guys before I guess you guys leave, but I do have a lot of questions that weren't necessarily appropriate for the time being back there, even before all hell broke loose. <sighs> Alright. Specifically from you, and she looks up at her dad. <laughs> Oh. 
And before that gets too deep, Leodon. Mm-hmm. As you are currently walking around within the uh, Fallenstan EHS, you do see what is a hanging around Alois Azure within the library, kind of just going through giant tomes of books, trying to glean anything off of anything before he looks up towards you. Mr. Farcloud. Mr. Azure, I see you've been keeping yourself busy. I have. After last night's events, one can assume that I have a lot more questions than I also have answers, so. Hmm. That's a bit disappointing. Here, I was having, hoping you would have answers after all of that. I suppose my new question would be, what have you learned? This whole business with the Black Files and the Red King and the White Queen, it all seems to be interconnected. You're not exactly wrong. Not exactly. The truth is, is that Black Archives is specifically designed to provide information, but not exactly answers. I have ideas of who is moving what pieces and where, but never exactly what they're doing. And that's why I use my resources to proceed on those ideas. Something tells me you have an idea. I'm beginning to form a thought. Although this is all starting to seem a bit more broad than I initially thought. And I think us four are a bit more involved than I think any of us would have initially liked. I'm starting to think this all wasn't out of convenience. The truth is, Leodon, this is out of convenience. I chose all of you for explicit reasons. Well, yes, it would seem rather quaint in the idea that a bunch of random individuals suddenly coming together and then working for me. 
one can gather that after several events as of late, such questions would arise. So if you wish to understand the truth of my intentions, I believe the continuation of our work together is beneficial. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. Farclaw? I suppose I would have to. Give us some time. Besides, once you've all regathered here at some point, I have the next name from the Black Archives. And as that conversation is left, Dante, Burra. What's up? As you all make your way onto the uh, to the airship landings, you find what is the airships that are associated with the Thalia, uh, Cliffs of Thalia. In doing so, you find a lone Samael Ishgari. As he's currently sitting below deck, kind of looking out towards this back window that stares down into the earth itself, before turning and seeing the both of you after going through guards and ranks and all that stuff, much like what Cetra went through. Ah. Well, I wouldn't say that I didn't expect this, but I'm glad that at least somebody would be willing to have some form of discussion. Yeah, yeah, I've got some questions. I might have some answers. Alright, he pulls out a notebook that has questions already written in there. <laughs> oh, he's also prepared. <laughs> Got scatterbrain. Gotta gotta write it down and make sure they don't go all over the place. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> all right, all right, fucker. So, question number one: Did you know that Rob had the amulet? Yes. Then why didn't you go to him first? Because by the time I found Rob, or tried to find him, he was already gone. Okay, second question. How did you know Rav? How did you find him? It was a business transaction some time ago. After getting into contact with the alchemist, slightly after the winter solstice, she invited me to meet with a Rav Ironwood. Rav was more than happy to work on a few commissioned pieces that I thought would inspire morale within the city. 
Little did I know that he had already begun a certain kind of work that had my vested interest before. We were trying to create Scepterfuge within Vonstan in order to try and delay a shipment of weapons that were heading towards the south. However, Scepterfuge turned into destructive tendencies. Obviously. Alright, next question. Um, why are you looking for the red amulet? After what I saw, what it did to Rob, what the fuck could you possibly use it for? It's not what I can use it for. It's more for negotiation. There are a lot of high lords and ministers that are, well, antiquated with its history. Taking something so important to High Lord Thamian, or taking it from Lacarell or William, would have pressed negotiations in my favor in order to create more efforts to prevent the to prevent war that had been coming our way for as long as it has. It wasn't until more recently, after pressing again for another peace summit, did they actually finally agree. And as we both now know, one of those entities now currently once again regain has regained their foothold and has taken away my negotiation piece. Alright, now to more personal questions. Um, if the house still stands, and I am your brother, how the hell did I end up in an orphanage? Now you're asking the right question. Those Tell are the me. right questions? <laughs> Tell me. What do you remember last before you Ended up at an orphanage. I remember... My moonstone. I remember... Fire. 25 years ago, our home was set aflame by Arknights told to burn the entirety of the Glissothalia down to the ground. At the time, our father went after me, and mother had sought an entity to protect you. While it is within my understanding that our mother had done everything in order to prevent you being hunted down. I stayed. Not knowing the responsibilities I would have. 
I only just recently assumed that you are my brother because of what I've began to realize. Our house is one of the very few that can do what we do. Mm. So there's this not is... a lot of us. I mean, like, not like I would ever know. I'd like you to put into consideration that the history of our people is very rare. And whilst I would lovingly discuss such a thing openly, I would prefer it more in a private setting. Let me guess, you want me to come back to the house, huh? Of course. I think it's important for you to learn our history. I mean, it was running just fine before, no? What is it... Why does it need me included in it? I wouldn't say it's running like a perfect machine. Besides, I actually need you there. And as far as you should know, you hold the key to something that's very important to the tide of this war. And whether or not you wish to assist me with that, well, if you come to visit, I will give you the exact reason I hope you'd be looking for. Dante shudders a bit. Does this satisfy your answers? One last question. Do you know some bitch named Cal? You can see there is a slight sour look on his face. And before he can even answer, Citra. Yep. As you asked this or as you begin to be, to start the notion of asking the question towards your father, you can see that he slightly instills himself. I know this is going to be a lot to ask before you leave, but it's important that I know. I feel very much that I don't know a lot of myself, or you in this matter. Not that I don't know you as my father, that's not what I'm questioning. But I saw a light come from you. That looks very familiar to me. See as your mother puts a hand on his shoulder. I think it's time. Yeah. I am what you would call an Osimar. Very Does Citra know what that race is or no? 
you actually would. Okay. It is the race of Daggings. Got it, right, yes, okay, cool. Just wanted to be sure that Seacher at least has a basic. Okay, so you're not human. You look human, but you're not. It's one of the very few benefits of our race. We are born from direct celestial blood. Okay. And in my case, I am a child of Erethus. Erethus? She is the patron goddess of our nation. The goddess of innovation, creation, civilization. Otherwise known as the Great Maker. Oh. Okay. Well, um... <laughs> Sorry, this is very... It, I, I had a lot of questions and now I'm stumbling about. Um... No, it's, it's, it's fine. It's... Me and your mother, we... We had hopes for either which direction of what you would become. The exact reason of my birth, while at first I thought was merely a game of the gods, I quickly learned that wasn't the case. Oh? I was initially born to defend the laws of our nation. Okay. That being what Erethus also represents is law. Yeah. But things changed. And then I saw reason to change those laws. Improve them for the better. Make people live together. What you and mom are doing. I'm sorry? Uh, sorry, if it's clicking out, there's thunder out behind me. Ah. Ah. Uh, no, she's like, so does that have to do with the whole changing of the laws with the whole tiefling thing? First, I was told by many people to be an archon to defend them and hold steadfast. Okay. And then I found myself journeying out hopefully to find more answers and then I came across your mother okay she was a as beautiful as the day that I first met her but she's part of a old tribe well within the deserts said to be great bards of the day and sing the old tales of the first pharaoh known as Amun-Ra. Huh. She steps over and uh, my own parentage is slightly complicated. I, my mother was human. One night she 
fell madly in love with the beautiful blue tiefling man. And, you know, he would traverse outwards with an old companion of his, and then never saw him again after that. Oh. So, I was raised within the oasis, and I met your father. We had our journeys together, but then things changed when we moved. Okay. And then, you know, then there's me. Then there's you. Well, what? I know I'm predominantly tiefling. <laughs> as anybody can see, but why is it that I has this whole wings and you know halo thing before took me by surprise and no you, one knows what that is. Before you can even speak that aloud. Oh. Almost as if the entire world stops moving and you can see a sob standing behind your parents. I am giving you one chance to not say anything. Oh, so he's. She can see him. Yeah. Okay. You can see before those words even left your mouth, there is this pause. Ooh. I told you last night. There is a danger to admitting what we are to these people is almost as if you can see the incorporeal forms touch the shoulders of your parents it's looking at your father more specifically he put me away And then you held the key to the lock. So why would I ever let you get the opportunity to try again? Do you think I want to go back? Can she actually answer them without her parents hearing her? Yeah. Okay, so this is like in her head at this point. Mm -hmm. Alright, sorry, just wanted to be short. Um... You'd think they... That... I just want to know, like... I, what would they do? I'm my own person now. Surely. Of course. You are your own person at a young age. You're your own person now, but... You're an adult. Okay. Your father is the righteous hand of Erethus, keeper of law and order, creator of civilians, uh, creator of civilizations. Do you think that he began to suspect that I left, that I am out beyond the 
jail he created for me. He would stop at nothing to put me back. <laughs> why think that why he would be below attacking his own child like he had done so long ago. A- attacked? What, what do you mean attacked? They walk around. Try and remember the first time. Try and remember how you were held. That they placed a seal on your mind to split us apart. Because they were afraid. They have answers that you want, but knowing full well that they are far too strong together, that they will do it again and again and again. And we've made so much progress. She has no reason to disbelieve him at this point. It does make a lot of sense. I will admit one thing. If you continue to try and scratch at the wall, I will not stop to scratch back. You cut off, what did you say? If you continue to scratch at this wall, I will not stop to scratch back. When it becomes membrane thin, There will be nothing to hold back this ferocity that I've held in for so long. (sighs) If you want answers, you can discover them yourself. But do not assume our parents will provide them for you. Okay. At this point, she's been making progress with Sov. She doesn't want to go backwards. Well then. I really recommend wrapping it up and saying goodbye soon. Okay. As you can see as the essence fades into red and blacks as they... Before... Your parents stare to you. Something you wanted to say? Uh. Oh, yeah, sorry, I spaced out. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff happened last night, sorry. Um. No, I just. I don't know, I always had this feeling that there was something I didn't know about you, but I I appreciate you telling me. (laughs) That's all. Just old memories, I guess. Just felt like I didn't know a lot going on, and you know, and seeing you guys there was a quite a big surprise. <laughs> didn't think I'd get the chance to talk to you, not for a while, anyway. Zeus Marine, as she comes over, we're just glad that we were able to see you, and that you're doing well, and that you're healthy. Yeah. Um. Sorry for not giving you the name last night. I just... There is too much going on, and... 
I'm a big girl. I can, I can handle myself, and I've got enough friends behind me. See his Taryn as he stares at you. Well, you managed to make it this far. I think you're more than capable, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to tell you. I'm actually, you know, I am studying under someone here too. So. Oh. I've got a lot to keep me occupied. Well, at least you could provide me that name. Oh, his name is Dagex. Ah. So I know you're in capable hands. Yeah. He seems really nice. At first, really weird, but really nice. Um, I will see if I can ask Miss Kapoor if I can, if anything, send you guys letters off and on. We look forward to it. Just, uh, just be careful. There's a lot going on and not a lot we understand, and the world seems really scary right now. Both your parents nod and they give you one last big hug before sending you back. Be safe. Okay. I will. You too. They kind of wrap each other in their ar- in each other's arms and continue having their conversation as you begin to leave the airship for seeing Sav at the end of the deck just staring at you going very good mm-hmm. with that Leodon he yeah. As you're still sitting across from Alois Azure. This mission will be a little bit more complicated. How so? The target in spe- doesn't have any specifics. But I have assumptions to make with an individual well within it. Does this individual have a name? He actually does. Excuse me. <gasps> I swear I wrote it down. Oh, sorry, wrong document. Need to print that out before, uh, print this out before, uh, next week, I promise. I do apologize. Five points from Gryffindor. Yep. Epthemus Hepsol. Want me to spell that out for you? If you don't mind. E P T H I M I S 
the first name. Last name, Hepsol. H-E-P-S-O-L. Epithemus Hepsol. Yep. Pepto Bismol. <laughs> An old friend of mine. Well, within uh, business and black market dealings, given my Zenishse Qua, as the Hollingradians would say. They speak French. He's a purveyor. He's not a target in per se, but he has something that we could definitely use. And what might that be? I want to know exactly where all those demons came from. There's only one place where power like that can be accessed or bought. And that's Fulcrum Acquisitions. The next name from the Black Archives. So not any one individual, but the entire company, then? It is quite an interesting tale to tell, thinking about Fulcrum. One that I hope to tell all of you in due time. I also have other meanings to take ourselves down south anyways. I am assuming those reasons are your own. Little of yes, little of no. I've been hearing a lot of problems as of late. And I do think that they are somehow interconnected in one way or another. Come nightfall, we'll be heading down to Mordol, which is one of the northeastern cities, and we'll be taking the Tatiana Express down to the Rythra Swamps. I have some suspicions another target will be there. Rythra Swamps? Lots of pieces in play, Leodon. If his history has ever told me anything, is that nothing is ever exactly a coincidence. No, I suppose it isn't. You know, I personally remember the days of yore. It wasn't too long ago that this nation would rise as a shining beacon of change and peace. It wasn't also too long ago when 
Tiamat would be summoned to this plane of existence before being dragged back to the first layer of the Nine Hells in hopes to reclaim what little this plane of existence has left of it. Many wars have been fought for very little reason. Many people have ideas for how the world should be, instead of trying to discover what it can be. And deep within my experiences that I've learned is that there are a lot of people out there that will do anything to achieve their goals. I am no less one of them. So I want to ask you what your goals are right now. What are you trying to achieve? He leans back in his seat a bit and just strokes his chin once. Suppose in the grand scheme of things, You're talking about people seeing the world for what it could be, or bringing it back to what it used to be. Guess I'd like to go see the world for what it is. You're still young, Leodon. Trust me. In comparison to yourself, I suppose. I am much older than I look. I don't doubt you. Well then. I suppose in some way... A goal is achievable if there's nothing to actually stand in between you. But I get the faintest... the faintest tale. There's something else beneath under all that. Maybe. Very well. Keep your secrets. I have to have some. You see, he smiles under all this. You know, though being a 
rather large man himself, with the very deep opaque glasses. The smile and them being slightly lifted kind of brings him to almost have a memory of himself in his younger days. As it shifts over, Dante and Burra, as, you as you're standing below the deck of this airship, Did you win? You won. <laughs> Free iPad Nano. Huh. <laughs> Put in your credit card information. No, no. To win. <laughs> Is it a prince from some foreign oh. uh, country? All right. iPad Nano, also known as an iPod. You can s you can see as Samael is kind of now leaning back, almost as if relax to the notion of you asking the correct question for once. For once. It's not unlike me to be giving away any explicit details, but... I may know some specifics to what led to your place within the Seraphim's run. However, I think that question would often would be best asked to a very particular ally amongst you all. What? You see... I'm also friends with Alois Asher. Dante kind of slowly starts getting angry. You can see you can see the opaque red color start to rise around his arms. Friends with Aloise, you said? Oh, yes. He was the one that had introduced me to the alchemist. The alchemist. Well, boy. So if you want to know the long and drawn-out tale that is... What led you to where you are today? Perhaps asking the right man for the right answers will be to a more benefiting conversation. As he stares out towards the window, you begin to hear the heavy footfalls of uh, of armor against wood before you can hear it boarding the ship as the doors open you can see what looks like a patrol of adamantine guards having entered through here looks like our time is up 
lot of questions I need to answer for. Is you can see one of the guards. Oh no. My apologies, agents, but unfortunately, Canis wishes to speak with Samael Ishgari. If you will. He begins to walk around and he stares at you, Dante. Then follows the guards quickly as they lead him off of the airship before you are also beckoned away back to the EHS. Well, I'll be right back, guys. Actually. With that being noted, we're going to go ahead and take a 10 minute break. Hey, there it is. Woo. Break time. Yeah. All right. So that being said, things are getting a little interesting, right? Just a little bit. <laughs> we're all going to go ahead, take a quick 10 minute break, and then we will be right back. So see you guys in 10. Bye. And Welcome to the break for the episode. We will not make you wait long, I promise. Consider the next minute a good time to check out and do some necessities that you may do or gather in this time. Grab a few snacks or preferred beverages and perhaps take the time to enjoy a breath of fresh air or this would be the perfect place to pause the episode before returning at a later date. This audio break will end soon, and we hope you are enjoying the episode so far. So, that being said, we're just going to jump right back into game here. I have a little bit of a real happy time. Oh, yes. Yeah, such like happy Her times. You sound like Herbert from Family Guy. <laughs> just have real happy times. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, after... All your conversations had come to a close and interviews made. You all head back to the EHS. And upon returning, you find Leodon and Alois Azure having just nearly completed a conversation. Ah, good. Now that everyone's here, I have a mission for you all. Yeah. Okay. Citra is just uncharacteristically kind of like autopilot. Hmm. Hmm. Wait, um, the um, bro knows is that she's kind of out. I mean, he he. Oh wait, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Pa passive insight would probably tell you, yeah. 
So do I need a roll or I'm good? No, no, you're good. It, yeah. it would tell you, yeah, she's a little out of it. You know, it's not like she's hiding it. Compared to earlier this morning, yeah, very different. Mm, what's the bra way of checking to see if she's alright? The right. bra way? <laughs> <laughs> if you're asking what your character would do, you're on the right track, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> he would be in... Okay. He's, he uh, he grabs her... Grabs one of her cheese and starts scratching it. You alright? He starts pulling <laughs> in and out, in and out. You're right. Yeah. You're right. She just kind of like slaps out his hand, like, yes, fight, 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 just like. It kind of dazing out there, blue. Um, it kind of dazing out there, Citra. You're right. <laughs> Almost. I'm. A lot. There's a lot going on, but it's not important right now. I'm fine. I promise. I. Well, we'll be. Says the thunder outside. <laughs> Alright, if you say so, Citra. Not the appropriate talk right now. I appreciate it, though. Well, then. That being noted. There's a lot that needs to be taken care of, considering last night's events. And therefore, I have the next name from the archives. We'll all be going after what is known as Fulcrum Acquisitions. Fulcrum, Fulcrum Acquisitions, what's that? Fulcrum Acquisitions, in their history, in less than the past 50 years, was established by... Sorry. Uh, Eptimus... Uh, Eptimus... Hepsel. Hepsel, sorry. It's a difficult name to remember. <laughs> Pepto-Bisbal. Yeah, Ephthimus <laughs> Hepsel. Man I met sometime long ago. Many of our business dealings had led to him wanting to establish what is now known as Fulcrum Acquisitions, a black market of magical items, certain trades that one would find to be uncouth. They often deal with the occult and supernatural that would often define it to be demonic or devilish in many ways, or even having certain merchandise from beyond these realms. My hope is to try and find more answers as to how and who might have been able to gather an army of demons like they did last night. And I do believe Fulcrum Acquisitions has those answers. Oh. That seems fun. I believe our acquaintance, the Alchemist, had some dealings with Fulcrum Acquisitions. She did. It wasn't until shortly after she decided to try and trap herself within her own homemade tomb that I needed something back from her. Unfortunately, I didn't think that I'd be able to find it lest I reached her workshop. Due to some past information and learning my way to get through it, 
I managed to find what I was looking for. As he goes under the jacket and he pulls out with what looks like to be a black envelope with a bluish seal on the back of it. This is a one-way ticket in order to get your way into the Fulcrum Acquisitions. Given the fact that the only way in is by lightning rails. Lightning rails? He puts it back into under his jacket. So, I will be going with all of you in order to confront my old friend. Okay. This sounds like it's gonna get complicated. Incredibly. Oh, definitely. Totally. So, I'm just wondering if this isn't going to end up like the last time you met an old friend. Let's just say that Eptimus is a little tougher. And I'm not prone to killing somebody with as much financial and political power. Keep in mind, Fulcrum Acquisitions, while very much within the dark, is still a very powerful entity and has grown dramatically in the past 50 years. Oh, great, it's a big business. <sighs> Bigger than you may know. God. So, that being told, I recommend getting ready. You'll find me down near the teleportation circles not too far, and we'll be heading down to Mordal soon. As he gets up, he leaves behind the black folder of Fulcrum Acquisitions behind, which gives as much information as I can possibly uh, allow as per what is uh, well and written. Something. God, fuck. I can't believe it. I can't believe we're visiting a big business. Well, it is what it is right now. It's what we're contracted to do. I, for one, am intrigued at the prospect of getting on a lightning rail. Something I've never done before. I don't think it's in the air, Buddha, if that's what you're worried about. Oh, thank- I'm- no, I'm not- I'm not worried about that. (laughs) Fine, let's fucking read the file. Alright, so what's up about Fulcrum Acquisitions? Dante's trying to go through the file. Alright. So. As far as Fulcrum Acquisition goes to tell, uh... It's as it's almost as you know, Alois had told you as much as it possibly can. You are aware that 
He has made some pretty notable assumptions as to who might be connected to Fulcrum Acquisitions, given his, uh, uh, given his, well, candor. The names that possibly attach itself to, uh, to known uh, associates. Uh, there is, uh, known as Agatha Yega, uh, Baron uh, William Mowell, uh, an individual just simply known as the Lich, but no following name, uh, and another individual simply known as the Black Fiend Hunter, Cray Vandor, Mina Eleander, uh, as well as. Uh, Sav Eden Rythgard. Sav? Uh, Sav Eden? S-A-V-E-D-O-N. Sav Eden. Oh, okay. I was like, excuse Sa me? What Sorry, is my other... I, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sav, Sav Eden. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. Sav Eden Rythgard. Lich. Okay. Uh, a bunch of other fuckheads. And these are just people he can assume that are attached to, or people that he would probably know as associates of the Fulcrum acquisitions. Alright. Uh, what's the price on this one for completing our mission? A completed mission in uh, Intel Gathering, as well as uh, potentially the protection, the protection detail of Alois Azure, you will be paid 500 gold pieces for this effort. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, 500 gold pieces. Rob had a higher price on his head than this. It's 500 each. Oh, Rob had like 200, yeah. 500 each. I think this is yeah. the most we would be getting if we complete this well, so. Uh, okay. Yeah. Guess this is small compared to like the pulls that, that Dante gets from stealing. I would assume probably. <laughs> I feel like it's Dante's job's more like your price is whatever you're able to grab, so. Yeah. If you can carry it, you could sell it. Yeah. As such, uh, in reading through this file, you get a faint feeling that there's probably more names that could have been added, but there's just not enough information so far. But yeah. So, essentially, this is bodyguard duty, almost. Do you think... Do you think, uh... Helen knows anything about this place that can give us a leg up? Doesn't hurt to ask. Will she even tell us anything? I mean, last nah, time... Last time, we still didn't have the immunity deal. Well... Uh, yeah, that's right. You never know unless you try. 
We could see. You would have to talk to Harleen about it. Gotta talk to Harleen first. Also, we need our money. Yeah. Does she the one pay For dishing what? that money out, or was that a personal Aloise thing? Uh, she's the one that dishes out the money. All right, all right. We gotta go to Harleen then. Yeah. Not because the money or anything. <laughs> all right. So you all head to Harleen Kapoor's office. Yep, we're I'm heading there. I just want to make sure all of you are going. Yeah. Yep. I think the only last yeah. thing Citra would want to do is leave her boomerang with uh, Gabriel to see if she can get it with all the return spells so she doesn't have to keep picking it up. Okay. Uh, I mean, it, rather simply enough, uh, it can be paid for in due time, but it, yeah. it will, uh, it'll probably be done by the time you make it back. But, yeah, she assumes as much, but for now she's able to part with it, so... Okay. Uh, oh, also, speaking of, did did the alchemist guy, or the, uh... What's his name? The the robot-ish guy. Uh, Gabriel? Gabriel, Gabriel yeah, sorry. As if I was paying attention. Um, uh, did he get around to, um, finding out what materials are needed for an explosive arrow tip? Uh... As of right now, no, not just yet. I, uh, he's currently he's currently in development. Given the fact that you guys are about to head off anyways, it's not like he'll be able to make one immediately, given the circumstances of everything going on. Yeah, I just wanted to double check. Yeah. All right, so to right. Harleen's office. Yep. Okay. All right. So, as you all make your way up to Harleen Kapoor's office, you can see it is a mess. You have, uh, what was that giant armoire holding the armor is kind of, the armor is just set at the foot of the armoire at this point. It, almost as if just quickly taken off to kind of have to collect thoughts. And she's currently being surrounded by different advisors, guards, just trying to take it all in while also dealing with other paperwork before seeing the lot of you. <sighs> More problems to add to my list. Fantastic. What can I do? Um, we received another black, black filer. Oh, good. Well, at least you'll all be busy while I'm cleaning up a massive mess. Dante looks around. Yeah, I can see that. Um, also, on that note, um, we did successfully capture the Scion of the Red King, so can we maybe get paid? Sure. As you can see, she opens a small box and she throws out bags of coin to all of you quickly. Each one of you are getting uh, 380 pieces of gold wow. each. Let's go. As she quickly shuts the box. Alright. Uh, given the nature of whatever it is Alois needs right now, I have no time frame to have you overturn, and quite honestly, the longer all of you are away right now, the better for me. So, is there anything else that you could possibly need before I 
whisk you away. Dante just kind of like scratches his arm a bit. Um, about that immunity deal. It was low at the bottom of a list of priorities at the very moment when it came to talking to council about it, but I did manage to push through. They are seeking to find approval under the circumstances that she would work with the EHS in furthering development of technology that it could definitely use a mind like Given the nature of Helen Straslani, it will be a coin flip to see if whether or not she'll even say yes. But as of right now, we're going to wait to see. But yes, we managed to get some level of approval through. Okay, that's good to hear. Do you do you need help moving any of these papers around? No, no, don't. Don't don't touch anything. As you can see, uh, one of the advisors kind of stops. Nope, not you. Them just take this, get it to the other department, and then I will wait for the response. As you can see, as the advisor kind of picks it up and quickly moves along the way. Anything else? Me gesturing to my party mates. Um, anything else, guys? Well, I mean, you should let her know that we're gonna go try and talk to Helen. Ah, yeah, that's the reason why I was asking for the immunity deal. Oh, Helen might be able to help us with information on the next, the next back black filer, but um, we don't know if she's gonna tell us anything if that immunity deal isn't set in stone. So, given the notion that it's being approved, I. As she pulls out like one of the uh, one of the parchment pieces and quickly begins writing along uh, along as f- as quickly as possible before folding it and then stamping it with approval and then providing it towards you. Take this to her. She wants to read it through the glass. She's more than welcome to. Dante takes it sheepishly and looks at it. Oh, goddess, please work. I imagine with at least her capturers, she'd be more than willing to listen. As you say so, you can hear a large clang off to the side. Don't! Don't! Ah! As you see, one of the guards is currently, like, accidentally bumped over what is, like, these large metal bowls. As it dumps out, you can see what looks like to be several wrappers being just... Poured out. Seacher <laughs> would just mage hand all that and put it back in the bowl really quickly. <laughs> uh, as you do, you're just like, as it whoop, ping, right back on top. And you can see as the guards are like, thank you. Seacher <laughs> gives like a sheepish thumbs up, like, huh? Stress, right. Stress eating, I get it. Please leave. Please leave. Okay, bye. Dante just starts <laughs> shuffling down the stairs. Alright. As all of you make your way out of uh, out of Harleen's uh, 
office. You make your way towards what are the holding cells in order to quickly discuss with Helen the uh, the nature of things. As, you know, rank, name, all that stuff. As you stand across the giant pane of glass as all four of you approach, you can see as Helen looks up. Oh. Well, then, at least... After what I've been hearing, well, from the gods, all of you are still alive. Astounding. And we have even more good news. Is it my immunity deal? It is immunity. As a matter of fact, it is. You can see as she stops playing with uh, these two marbles that have been just rolling in her hands the entire time. As she gets up and walks over. Well then, let me see it. Dante comes forward and presses it up against the glass. Do these terms fit you? I hate that the notion that I have only one condition to agree to. As I've already stated before, I am not intending to build anyone anything any further. The fact that the EHS and the Adamantine Bastion as a whole wishes to use my mind as a tool to continue on with their world peace. There's always people who often present that as a concept. Men of war will consider creating machines of war as a means to world peace. I would disagree. Yeah, I had a feeling you'd say that. But... This is the best we've got. I need you to make a persuasion check. Alright. Persuasion. Oh, good. I'm proficient. Okay. Um. Alright. Our goddess, the Dusk Mother, please help us. Oh, fuck yeah. 27. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. I want I want to look somewhat defeated. If this is the best that they can do. I suppose there is nothing else I can disagree with. I made a promise to you all that I would provide a cure to the Gorgon's poison. Which would also mean that I would have the necessity to develop such a thing. And if I'm going to be working with the EHS, it might as well be under the supervision of people that I would trust. She looks towards all of you. So I wish to trust you all the concept 
that if any of my designs were to ever be released, I will figure out a way to drag this entire nation to the earth if I have to, to prevent such secrets from ever escaping. And you can hold me to that. Okay. I will agree to this deal. Thank you. We'll let them know. She sits down and she looks towards you, Vera. You can have an expectation of what it is you desire developed soon. I can't promise that it will be built at any time within the first few weeks, but... You'll have your cat. Aww. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I, I guess it will do. Dante slaps Burrow on the shoulder. See, got your cat. What? I can't. I can't. Well, you break that a little bit. What? Oh, sorry. See, uh, Dante slapped Burrow on the shoulder. See, you're getting your cat. Yeah. I'm, no. Yeah. I'm. I'm happy. I'm. Excite. Uh, yeah, I'm happy. See, good We're things really do come to good reason. people. What are you talking about? Yeah, I am a good person. Yeah, that's why you're getting your cat. <laughs> and she's looking out towards you, Leodon. She can get a kind of an idea that you're here for more than one reason, though. And what have you... Had some... We had something else to discuss, actually. Something that you have a unique perspective on. What can you tell us about Fulcrum Acquisitions? Mm. I know you dealt in rare monster parts with them in the past. I did. Back before the end of the winter solstice, I was approached by Samuel Ishgari and Alois Azure in order to develop a means to prevent those from entering within the Thalia Cliffs, uh, the usual. Wait, 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 wait. Samuel and Alois know each other? Yes. <sighs> Dante. Sighing heavily, heavily, heavily. <sighs> Seems Alois has many old friends. Yeah, I was right ah, not yes. to trust him. <laughs> the plan was simple. The development of technology in order to create automata that would have prevented both Arknights and many of the other guard in order to assault and attack upon the Thalia Cliff sieges. But after a while, I began to realize that Samael Ishgari was someone to not be easily trusted. As I've said before, men who claim to desire peace are often men of war. And after trying to escape the Tharum scholars to go right back into the thick of it. It's not something I would have personally desired. 
So I left. Went into hiding. In the meantime, whilst I was interacting with Alois, In interacting with Alois Azure, I was provided a letter in order to access the Fulcrum Acquisitions. There, I was able to gather information, understand the complexities of Automata, as well as developing certain poisons and medicines for future research. Then after our little team-up had broken up, we decided to just go all our separate ways, me go into hiding, and I kept the letter for myself. Right. Hmm. Where's that? Oh, wait. Would Dante know where the letter is right now? We watched Aloise put it in his jacket. Okay, I, d- I didn't remember if he, he showed it to us or Leo. Um, should we tell her that we Probably have? not. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna play this off, guys. Um, where would we find the letter? Well, considering the fact that I that I didn't bring it back with me, I must have left it in my workshop. Probably oh, hidden fine. behind the piles and piles of paperwork and research notes. <sighs> Alright, so another trip back to the Thalian Cliffs. Dante, like, kind of like giving hand gestures to friends behind. Oh wait, even better. I can I can just put my arm behind me and then words just can just appear on my skin. <laughs> that just say don't say anything. <laughs> That's an interesting trick. Yeah. It looks like that tattoo appears on the uh, on the palm of uh, Dante's hand that just reads don't say anything before slipping away and the hand returning back to uh, a slightly peachy skinnish color. Peachy? Yeah. You mentioned you were with the Tharum Scholars. That's correct. In your time there, did you come across a man named William? Baron William Mowell, that bastard. Yes, he's one of the leading leading scholars there. One of the three. I've often found him to be quite a repugnant man, but not someone that I've often disagreed with. At least in my thought, I believe so. Might interest you to know that he had a major role to play in last night's events. A rather big one, actually. Oh, dude, tell. 
apparently he was. You you see for the first time, like somebody that has often kept themselves out of trouble, to see somebody like watch that person get in trouble is actually really fun for her. They want the tea. Yeah. <laughs> Spill it. All the, apparently he. All the misery. He was after something in the bastion. That was primarily his only reason for being here. Somebody might not be a baron for too much longer then. And hopefully that the Tharm scholars finally kick him out. But I am here and he is there. And it is of no matter to me. I don't know. It feels like you're kind of relishing in it. <laughs> Very much. But who's to say that you can't enjoy somebody's comeuppance, right? I guess you can yeah, say that. Yeah, that is strangely true. It also may interest you to know that the tonic you are making for this child, the child in question, is now in the custody of the Tharum Scholars. Under the supervision of William. I was well unaware with that notion when we first left. As she looks towards Dante who had told you all when you left uh, Jolnor. It is to note that the Tharam scholars are not simply just men and women of science and discovery. They are a legitimate force to be reckoned with. If you cross anybody within the upper echelons of the Tharam Scholars and they have their eyes set on hurting you, I recommend to run. So essentially an army at the go. An army of mages. Yeah, that's not good. That's what it was designed for. Much to my chagrin. Mages who are capable of performing magic that is undetectable. I don't know what you speak about with that, but... I have some instance to understanding. Anyways, I believe all of you might have more business to deal with, and I await for my immunity deal to come by soon. So, ta-ta until then? Would seem so. Until then. Until then. Thank you all. As she goes back to laying into the bed that was provided for her. All of you head back to the EHS. Is there anything else you want to do before you leave this place for your next like mission? A, oh, question. Uh, actually, is um, Bruh's dad in here? Or is he in a different uh, holding he cell? He is. <gasps> he oh. would be. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> what do you mean he would be? This is a holding cell for, uh, for criminals. criminals. 
No, I'm just uh, no. For a minute, I thought you were saying that he escaped or something. No, he, he would be here. Uh, let's just go. Okay, we'll go. Very well. All right. So, you all head back into the main EHS building. Is there anything you want to do before you leave? Um, I um, want to... Is there, like, a general store here? Uh, I, so, from the player's handbook, anything that you want to get from, uh, from the player's handbook, you're more than welcome to. Uh, there... Let's see. I keep saying that I'm going to print it, and I still don't. <laughs> One sec, I, I have the book here that you graciously gave yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it should be page uh, page 150. And you'll find it in Adventuring Gear. And then a few pages before will be weapons and armor and stuff like that. Page 150. Yeah. I think the only thing Siege would want to do is probably inform her besties here about what's going on with her, because now it sounds worse. Alright. Who who will be the first to talk to? Well, I'd assume she'd probably talk to them when they're together before they probably meet up with Eloise. Okay. That way she doesn't have to keep repeating it. Okay, so so go grab some items before before we speak with you. It's up to you. Okay. Um all right, so I want to. Let me see. Venturing gear. Here, for the, for the sake of brevity, just type in what you want to get for adventuring gear. Uh, in the chat and uh, round up the gold, and then we'll go up from there. Okay. Citra. Which? Who are the besties? I, uh, you're, you're giving me besties, but I'm talking about the team here. I'm talking oh. as a fun, the, just oh. this group that initially found out about her shit way back when. Okay. Sorry. So I was trying to be cute, and I realized, you know what? That probably didn't translate. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I'm. I'm trying to think of like Dagix and Haley or something like that. Uh, but if you want to talk with the rest of the group, you're more than welcome to. Right. Now she would want to tell them because clearly they know she's not herself right now. Yeah. Um, so if anything, I think she'd pull them into like one of their rooms or something or somewhere where it's just them. Because again, this is something that she's not able to explain. It doesn't want other people to know right now. Okay. Yeah. You know, Figures she'd want to get this out of her mind for the time being before they go on another heavy mission. <laughs> so as they're like heading down, she'd kind of just stop them and just be like, "Wait, wait, something else happened, and I, you need to know. You should hear this, because clearly, you know I'm not myself right now, and it's pretty heavy." What's wrong? Well, I went. I went to go speak to my parents um, because I found out that at least from them that my dad isn't human. He is an Azimar. And I was going to ask if they would possibly know what's going on with me. Sav appeared. I can see him clearly a lot. And he's getting more and more angry and the moment I was going to ask them 
he stopped me. Very angrily. That he'd give me one chance to not say anything to them. And, uh... You know, he's a he is a part of me, so why would I not trust him either, you know? And, um, long story short... From what he's telling me, they're the very reason that I don't know what I am. And that Sov was locked up because of them. That I was, for the sake of simple words, attacked by them as a kid. I don't remember any of this, but it doesn't feel like a lie. That what I am is probably something I should never mention to anybody. That apparently that it's dangerous information to give. And I don't know why. She's actually starting to try not to cry, but she's doing her best. Wow, Sitra, that's I don't want... It is. Um... Which begs the question, if anyone should find out, I don't want any of you to be tied up into that at the same time. Leo will get down on a knee so that he's eye-level with Citra and gently pat her head a couple of times. We're all in this together, remember? I know. I just... What if I am a monster that everyone would might think I am? Why would no. my existence be dangerous? Alright, everyone's everyone's in the room. Yeah, yeah, she's telling there. everybody so yeah, she doesn't have to repeat here. the story. Alright. See. Let's see. Seatrip. You're not a monster, Seatrip. Don't ever think that. I'm trying not to, and I appreciate it. It's just, it seems like the closer I get to this information, the more dangerous it sounds. And Saab has made it very clear, the more we scratch at those walls, it's going to be rather explosive once I figure things out, I guess. But is it better to find out than leaving things unresolved? Well, I am figuring it out, but he was very adamant that I don't ask them. That I shouldn't trust my parents. Well, I can't say anything considering my foster father tried to kill me, so I can't say shit. Nah, I appreciate it. Uh, You've got a lot to handle, too. Seems like we all do. But I don't also want to tell you that I'm fine and you guys can clearly see that I'm not. I... You guys have a very unbiased view in some sense, so I figured it's best to let you know what's going on if I seem a little out of sorts. And I apologize if I seem angrier than normal. Which is to say, not generally angry, but... I appreciate that you trust us enough to confide in us. I do, and it's also because I'd rather you guys have fair warning. Should anything take a very different turn. Don't worry, CJ. Whatever happens... We'll always be on your side. We're here to protect each other. 
Indeed. <sighs> and, and she just kind of takes a deep breath to try and shake it out of her system. My father once told me when we were out on a hunt I used to be so scared of the dark even though I could see that the greatest fear and the oldest fear in all of mortal kind is the fear of the unknown. The more we learn, the less we have to fear. Well, I will let you know as I learn as myself. I just hope it doesn't wind up hurting you guys in return, because I know the first time you saw that other half of me uh, wasn't exactly the smoothest. We're all sorted. Sorry, go ahead. We're all getting used to these changes that are happening in our lives. Yeah. Yesterday was a lot, and I'm guessing today seemed to be a lot for the rest of you, too. But we have to go into this mission with a clearer head, so I figured now would be the best time before I'm on a train with Aloise, who I don't really trust, so... So she just kind of, like, slaps her cheeks a bit, puts on that smile again, like, I'll be okay. I just needed to get that out of my system. Well, thank you for telling us, Citra. Thanks for trusting me. Thanks for trusting us. Well, you're my friend, so who better to trust, right? Indeed. Indeed. It's good to have friends. Real she actually ones. feels a little bit better now. You can see a slight change that she's not as... There's not a lot... Too much heaviness in her head right now. Right. <sighs> well, after that bomb, shall we go see Aloise then? Yep. Well... Better now. As you all continue to descend down the stairs to the teleportation circles, as you enter, you see many, many EHS members who are kind of just going back and forth, and you also see a small guard standing at attention before the very door which you guys are to go through. As you see a rather robust and large man in full adamantine armor, and this very detailed helmet before seeing you all and removing it to reveal the face of none other than King Canis Matilius <laughs> and seeing you all immediately bows <laughs> a moment for all of you your majesty I'm aware all of you are about to leave my kingdom in order to seek out another Threat. Yeah. E- e- yes. Good. 
as he looks towards you, Burra. I once had a couple of friends that came from where you are. You did? Yes. My friend Garu. And my friend Lionel. I understand that the complicated nature that is Yimnin. Your father is to be extradited. And he will face punishment from his own people. But we have a lot of questions and hopes that we can get answers out of him. And should he decide to be unreasonable, we have means of making people talk. So therefore, I wanted to come to you in order to make no mistake of my intention. Man, I don't know what to say. Just do what you gotta do. As far as I'm concerned, I have no... He's... He's... He's not the... He's not the man I used to know. Do as you please. Very well. Furthermore, in your case, considering all of you had assisted in... Helping not only one of my sons, but also doing your best to protect the Clarion Vault. It would be best to personally thank you all. Oh. And furthermore, something that was left behind that I believe deserves to be in its rightful place. As he steps aside, you can see some of the guards uh, drag over what is an open box of the armor that had been left behind near the Clarion Vault that fell from the body of your brother, Laura. Oh. Consider this a small token of reprieve that you provided this kingdom one way or another. I... I I don't know if I can accept this. I, I mean, I did kill my... Before he completed the sentence, you remember what Cedra says? Cedra just puts her hand on his back and gives a small pat. He then takes the armor. Alright. Uh, given the fact that I've already added the stat block onto your sheet uh, and uh, yeah. the information, mm -hmm. this uh, this blood red armor provides you with necrotic resistance, fire mm -hmm. resistance, and it's a plus one uh, half plate. Nice. Nice. Best so. part. Best part. Your boy was repping. Yep. Fancy. Best part. In increase AC. So. Yeah. Yep. Congrats, I, know, I, know, I know you've been uh, needing that, so... Mm -hmm. As you take the armor and you begin to put it on, 
That being said, in due time, I expect you all to return, and I will be having a very long conversation with all of you. There are still many oh. unanswered questions, and while there are plenty of resources to get them, I'd rather hear it straight from the horse's mouth. So, good luck on your mission. And see as he waves towards the guards, they all begin to walk away as he stops for a second before turning around. By the way, you're all traveling together. Yeah. A relatively notable team at this point. What should official documents begin to call you? A whole lot. Oh. We were talking about that a while ago, weren't we? <laughs> Just looking at the rest of our team. Yeah. We had a few ideas. We were talking about it over lunch or something. I think... I think we've reached a consensus on this, right? Yeah, I, I think, think so. Indeed, yep. He turns to Canis and sort of stands up, straightens his back a bit proudly. I think we'll be going with the Azure Crest. Better than Dynamic Entry Incorporated. Citric giggles just a little bit. <laughs> turns and he begins to walk with the rest of the guard. So he waves you all away. Huh. We have a team name. Huh. Azure Crest. Got a good mm -hmm. got a good ring to it. <laughs> I had many braining hours Azure, over that. Azure Feathers was a little bit too much of a mouthful. Yeah. yeah. Alright. So. As you all enter within the room full of teleportation circles, you see the mages as they prepare. Aloise Azure standing by. Good. You get it all out of your system? Yeah. Yeah. Also, do we know what kind of weather we're going into? Just so I know what she's technically wearing. Well, we'll be starting in the valley, so it won't be exactly too cold. And then we'll be moving to a slightly swampier area as we head south. So, oh, Wait. So not too bad. Swampy area? Mm. Right, throw swamps? Ooh, How so it's going to be humid. Oh, wait. Humid? Uh-huh. It's great for the skin, bud. Trust me. Uh, I, I mean, I'm used to hot, but not hot and humid. I barely survived the desert. Ooh, then that reminds me, don't go to a Celsius. <laughs> Noted. Noted. And deserts are dry heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, swamps are, uh... Moist. A bit sticky in more ways than one. Teacher is proud that she's actually dressed for the weather this time. <laughs> does it get every? Does it get in everywhere? Oh, you know that's sand. Dante, no, that is only sand. if you fall in. Dante, trying to think of the weather. 
his clothes start changing. <laughs> Alright, so I'm thinking maybe tank top. Alright, maybe like some shorts or something. <laughs> Board shorts, Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> One day, you know. Straw Don't hat. Do I'll, do it. I'll draw it. I'll fucking draw Straw it. Straw hat. <laughs> Flip flops. Alright. <laughs> no, it's gonna be wet. So. <laughs> So, shall we get going? Yep, no time like the present. Yep. Alright. So as all of you step within the teleportation circle, and as it begins to glow, it's again that old feeling of almost as if you're being pulled from the chest out into the universe before walking into what looks like to be a shop that sells geodes. And Ooh. incense and various other rocks and uh, pretty forms of jewelry, almost like this is a an every man's magic shop where you would find uh, find simple ingredients for spells. Citra is just a little bit starry-eyed for a minute there, tail wagging, shiny's distraction. Yeah, you can see there's like this old gnomish man who hasn't moved since you guys got here. And he's almost as still as stone. And the only indication that he's still alive is the fact that there's little puff rings coming out from the little cob, uh, from the little, uh, uh, the little pipe, corn yeah, cob little, pipe. Yeah, yeah, corn <laughs> cob pipe. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, kind of like this. You. You okay? <laughs> Is he just Hello? awkwardly staring in the distance or at us? <laughs> yeah. No, I can hear you. It's just this dude just does not move. That's not unnerving. Are there uh, are there moonstones presented? at all? Anything made of moonstone? Oh. Not locally. Uh, especially not here. This place is more for those who are like, this is like your uh, like, wizard's first you know, magic shop of items and trinkets that they can get, uh, uh, they can get a hand on for making their first cantrips and smaller spells. Yeah. Would Sita ah. recognize any of these items even yeah. though she's not necessarily a wizard? Yeah, it, it's it's a place full of tchotchkes and whatnots. It's yeah, really. It's, it's cute. It's like one of those places at the theme park. You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, yeah, like yeah. those those tumbled rocks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love those shops. <laughs> Is there anything that says um, I visited the? The Rythro Swamps. <laughs> oh, like a, no, like, rocks. A, uh, <laughs> like a little wood piece or a sticker coin of some kind? Uh, not really, but this is not the Rythro Swamps. This is uh, this is Mordal. Okay. Uh, if you if you guys still have the the map that I provided some time ago, uh, this is close to uh, just south of the Kayim border, which is to the. Uh, a little southeast, or more on the eastern side, uh, from Killixmire. Okay. Yeah. 
And here you can see where the sun is uh, definitely beginning to set as the day uh, is leaning towards the end of it. You see as Aloise staring out of one of the windows. Should make our way to the station. And quickly. Okay. Lead the way. As he does, leads you all through the town. This place is, I would say, dwindling from its old hustle and bustle. Uh, this used to be where the main trade town was uh, before the Kayan border was partially closed due to the war going on with the uh, Thali Cliffs and Bonston. This place has been hit the hardest because most shipments that came from the north would go through here first. As you guys make your way over to the station, you can definitely see that there's plenty of people who just kind of seem a little out of it. Uh, with no, with the lack of access to the usual imports and exports, it's kind of drying up here before finally making it to the station where it is dead silent here. As he sits down, you can see as Alois begins to wait. Well, this is a comfortable silence. Can I roll? How many of you? Hmm? Oh. No, speak first. Uh, yeah. How many of you have ever heard of the term spirited away? Uh. I do not like the sound of that. Hmm. I read it We're not flying, as far as I know. Well, in time of history and. The term spirited away was often used for those who would die. But for those who know its true meaning, its secret that lies beyond the veil, spirited away means to go from one plane to another. And there are very few who have the actual power to do so. There are a couple of notable clerics that have walked the plains, and there are wizards who traverse the multiverse and all of its glory. Has she heard this from Dagex before? I'm sorry? I'm pretty sure Dagex explained some of this to her at some point. Oh, yes. Yeah. However, there are very few actual individuals who maintain and control their own pocket world as the night begins to crawl over the reds begin to turn into the bluish hues and the blacks of the night the stars begin to shine and he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out the black and blue invitation see we're not just taking the Tatiana Express as he gets up from the chair and he waves it in front of the tracks, you can see as the invitation 
glows and the blue sigil begins to brightly burn almost as if to send a signal down the track as you can see it as it does you hear the faint tracking sounds and almost as if like the arcing of tesla coils as he steps back a deep blue light begins to fill the darkness down the track before you hear the rumbling and the arcing of lightning as it begins to now pass the station in quick succession car after car after car after car this pure black wood and bright blue lights deep within this train car as it finally comes to a slow stop and the doors There you see a single individual as he stands for you all. This pure blue tiefling man with horns that go way longer than most. And dressed in these perfect robes. Uh, and uh, looks like to be this beautiful ascot with a, a set jewel in the center. Just everything about this screams blue fancy the suit completely blue the shoes the pants uh what seemingly is this long cane with a uh, with almost like this flared out ends to each side as he stamps it onto the floor Alois ash and apparently his plus four a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I invite you in. As he moves off to the side. He looks at all of you. Be careful. Okay. Well, that's not ominous. It's the Fulcrum Acquisitions. You should expect that. Yep. See, this is why big businesses need to be dismantled. <laughs> Private black market, just for anybody who has an invitation to go in. As you all begin to enter into the train car, And the doors behind you. The train car begins to move out from the station of Mordal. And you see this individual now sitting at a table towards the far end. The entire inside here is a pure velvet blue, very nice seating. Almost as if you could rest here for a while, if you so desire. As he sits down towards the head of the table, and he begins to 
start pouring drinks out from bottles that seemingly are coming at his command as he beckons them towards each and every one of you. So, Alois Azure, some 50 years later, I haven't seen your face, but you've definitely sent people to my way, so... I am wondering, what is it that somebody who's managed to avoid me for as long as he has is now inviting himself here along with guests? He now begins to look out towards each and every one of you. Everyone, this here is Ephthimus Hepsel. Uh, oh, hi. Is the proprietor of Fulcrum Acquisitions. <laughs> hmm. Good. Great pleasure to make your acquaintance, sir. As he's staring at each and every one of you, one of his eyes keeps leaning back towards Citra, then you, Leodon, then you, Dante, then he tracks to Bura immediately, almost kind of not thinking too hard on it. And then back to Alois. All of you have stories. I love stories. It'll be some time before we actually make it there, so please, by all means, tell me some of yours. I love to know each and every one of you thoroughly, finally. Finally? Finally. Bra is, is really uncomfortable with this guy. Yeah, so is Citra. Can I can I roll an insight check on this? Sure. Okay. What is up with this motherfucker? My other question would be, is Citra seeing Sov in here too at this point? Uh, That's uncomfortable. Eight. Sov? Sov seemingly is almost completely quiet. Mm. Almost as if not wanting to interact in, in this. Uh, in In your understanding, Dante, he is flirtatious. He is interested. But he's also trying to understand, you know, why all of you are here? What is this all about? But that's everything he's already given you. You can't track anything more after that. Let's start with you, the big one. What's your name? Uh, Leodon, though my friends call me Leo. Can I call you Leo? Do you want to be my friend? Of course. Everyone that ever comes through these doors and rides on this very well-refined train that I've created is always going to be a friend of mine unless you give me reason otherwise. Then to you I am Leo. Fantastic. So, what's your story? Hmm. Who's pointing to this one? Uh, he's pointing out towards Citra. Oh, sorry. I didn't know it switched over to me. <laughs> sorry. What's your story? I... Hmm, I like you. You're a little interesting. A tiny bit 
out there, but definitely a story to tell. Out there, sir? I'm sorry? She's asking, like, what he meant by out there. <laughs> well, the whole of all of you. I mean, between the Celsium clothing, obviously, it's authentic. I can tell just by the way it looks. Oh, and that's where I'm from. Ah. And as he says that, Aloy speaks up. Last I remember, you took a trip to a Celsium. Ah, yes, Celsium. So long ago, looking for ancient treasure deep beneath the dunes. We never found it, did we, Aloise? And begins to nod. Oh, well, can't help you there. Celsium's pretty big. Um, right, uh, my name is Citra, I'm sorry. <laughs> really? Last name? Idlewind? Why? Ah, now I remember. Idlewinds. Oh my goodness. I remember the first time I met an Idlewind. So long ago, long before, well, whatever it is now. I very interesting old man at the time, and all of his concepts and all of his beliefs uh, truly... Whether or not you're related to the man is... What would be his him. name? Uh... I believe it was... Interesting. A name I cannot remember, actually. Huh. <laughs> I'm sorry, can't Definitely. help you there, then. But what of your mother? Of what? You know my mother? I don't know your mother, that's why I'm asking. Brug, you changed Brug gets in front of him and Citra's like, Alright, oh. alright buddy, I think you're asking way too many personal questions. She's clearly... She, she, Leo, and I, and Dante, don't want people butting into our business. So what's your story, then? My story is pissed the... F <laughs> I want... <laughs> I can't, I can't curse, can I? Again. I've been cursing right. up this whole time. <laughs> All right. yeah. My business is pissed the fuck off. I've met a few people like you. Never exactly all that much fun. Ross went at him. Please. How about you? And points over to Dante. I feel like that there might be a story. Oh hell yeah! So this, uh, so I don't know if anybody else knows this, but there's this one time I actually got into a painting college, and not like anyone's ever asked me, but I'm really <laughs> great at painting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well then, what is your current profession as it stands? Oh, I'm a thief. <laughs> really? Steal anything useful or interesting? Dante, we he's Dante. He's what the hell, man? You didn't even say you wanted to know if I was a painter. He said, "I'm not about you." <laughs> Dante, 
Dante, how are you so good at replicating clothes? Dante, why why didn't you tell us you were a painter? No one asked me anything. <laughs> Dante's like, finally. I I simply I simply truly <laughs> wanted to understand. Folds his, his arms like, fine, tell him more about your Painting ability, God. He's like, I, <laughs> I simply wanted to understand all of you significantly better. I wasn't trying to start any fights. <laughs> As you can see, I like to make sure I have a full understanding of everyone's background here. Falcom Acquisitions is a very private gathering, and those whom I would consider to be a threat to my business. I would prefer to be left behind, but as long huh. as you don't steal from me, you don't cause any problems, you continue to be respectful, and you... I'm pointing towards Citra. I think we should be fine. Wouldn't you agree, Eloise? What? See, as he's kind of not bored with this conversation, but is trying to be very careful with his words and begins to think on everything. I mean, Sitra remembers her mom saying about a blue tiefling. She's trying to connect the dots. <laughs> but that's the only thing she knows. Oh no, did I lose connection? No, it's... Oh, no. Okay. no, sorry, it's yeah. just a very big storm and it went quiet. Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, it's fine. No! <laughs> you get a... Make an insight check if you're making that thought process. Okay, day. Ooh, dirty 20. Thankfully, she's got proficiency in it. You're not exactly 100% sure. Uh... But there are pieces of this story that seemingly track together in a weird way. Yeah. However, this tiefling man is not... Is not something that you would expect. However, there are pieces of this story that... What is going on? I have no idea. Like Did an army of angry bees go by? Right? <laughs> the boys are back in town. <laughs> Excuse me. That's what me. it sounds like. There is this... There is this strange semblance that there are pieces of the story and Aloise having a lot of secrets or even having pieces of a story that kind of may track with what's being said. Yeah, However, and in trying to make the assumption that this man could possibly be your, grandf it... your grandfather yeah. on your mother's side, just looking at him, he's far too young for that. He almost looks like he's still... Like, even, even as a tiefling man, he still doesn't look old. No, but magic exists. But at the same time... Everything's been really weird for her, and her earliest memories when she left was also a mysterious figure with chains, and then this whole thing, and sob, and she's just like, I'm uncomfortable. 
Because this guy is working with a black market group kind of deal and in ties with Aloise and it just doesn't seem to give a great feeling. <laughs> yeah. Well. For all it might be worth, whatever it is you're all possibly looking for within my markets, you're more than welcome to just recognize one aspect here. We don't deal in coin. We deal in trade. And barter. So, if you have anything that might be of value to you, I recommend holding on to it tight. Yep. As you hear the slight screeching of the Tesla's uh, Tesla coils and the almost rapturous sound of metal colliding with metal as it comes to a very slow stop as you feel the weight of the train coming down from, uh, from its initial speed. And as you do... Welcome to Fulcrum Acquisitions. Have fun. Bye. And as the doors open... There's something going on. Almost as if, like, a black night has completely taken over... You all walk out and you see slight glowing blue lamps as well as what is swaths of demons, devils, humans, fearbulgs, fae, witches, wizards. There are people of all kinds, even celestials as they have all congregated here in what looks like to be a massive market, along with one single center building that oversees it all. And on the outside, you can just barely see what are the stars, except each one is this sickening blue. As he steps out and he looks towards all of you, if you have any further questions, you may find me there. As he points towards the top of this of the uh, the large tower. Enjoy your stay at the Fulcrum Acquisitions. May it whatever your heart desires you find, as long as you don't lose it, of course. As he turns and he begins to walk within the crowd, and almost as if as a single person passes, he is gone from the street. Well, that's ominous. I really do not like that guy. How are you friends with this guy? It doesn't matter if you like him or not. You have a job to do. Does that job involve kicking his ass? Because I'm no. all for that. We have questions and we need answers. 
the first thing you need to do is start trying to find anybody that might know anything about the Red King. Right. In the meantime, I'm gonna go shop around a bit. And I'm assuming you'll find us. Or you'll find me. Depends on which is which. Oh. Ethemis said something in specific around here. They don't deal in coin. And when he says that whatever it is that you have a value, you keep it close, he means it. Okay. Man, this place freaking sucks. That's what we do. Well, at least mine's attached to my head, so. Please don't fuck it. <laughs> oh no. Wait, Dante slowly moves his hand over his moonstone. You can make your clothing look like it covers it, right? Ah! As you see it, just makes get pull up <laughs> over it. Reminded of what he actually does. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take you if you're my skin. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I don't want to pray, but is that like your skin? Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, could you imagine me trying to change clothes all the time? I mean, you feel this, and then he, he kind of pulls out his shirt. Wait. I'm not sure I want to. You're not just... technically naked, are you? Uh, not technically. I mean, here, feel oh, my okay. shirt, and then feel my hair. <laughs> Same and thing. she does so. Feels like huh. the same thing, right? It so you're like feels like skin. Citra's <laughs> actually not bothered, just Wait, still is, amazed did, at this. Is, so, is someone saying that? Saying, someone else saying that, or you saying that? I'm saying it as yeah, it's like skin, doesn't okay. it? <laughs> it does, and Citra's just amazed once again. That's so weird, but so cool. I. I got nothing. Just. Believe <laughs> <laughs> will took- always be amazed by Dante. <laughs> oh my! Oh my goodness! It took me so long to learn just to do this. I still can't get silk down. I mean, it still feels like skin. It's so weird. Well, you have plenty of time to practice. So, as all of you begin to enter the markets. I'm going. Let's see. Leodon! Mm hmm. You can see various kinds of things within the Fulcrum acquisition markets. The usual, unusual devil here and there, the demon here and there. There seemingly is definitely magical items and artifacts and. Also, even people being used for trade here. It is strangely almost as if this place is a stomping grounds for whatever it is anybody needs that would not be usually found on the usual markets. Mm. That's just just from general perception. Citra, I need yep. you to make 
a perception check. Just real quick. Okay. Seventeen. You, as you're kind of just like looking around for anything in specific details, you do see a small tent that almost as if there is a strange flicker, orangish glow that comes from it that doesn't represent any of the other lanterns around here. Huh. Citra would nudge Leo and Dante and point at it. Is it? Hmm. Uh, That's catching my eye, and I'm not sure why. Can I do an investigation check? Sure. I'm I'm looking to see why this, this light is different than the rest of them. Yeah. Also, quick question. Given the flashback of memory back in that tower, does she see anybody in chains and stuff like that? Uh. Wait, the, the tower? Um, Helen's tower? The, the ice Yeah, tank? yeah. The, oh. When we got, when we got Gaston, we're... Uh... That in in this instance, uh, I would say no. There was nobody in in uh, Helen's tower that was used for human. No, no, no. I mean, like, no, no. What I mean is that her memory that she's still trying to get back. Oh. And the, it's the idea of you know trade of people. So that is a Celsium more specifically. This has nothing to do with it. Okay. Yep. Just wanted to be sure. Uh, mm-hmm. So, investigation from Dante was what? Uh, trying to find out why this light is different than the others. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn, That's I got a nine. So, as you're kind of dipping and diving through people to kind of make your way through this tent, you... You as a paladin... Get a strange semblance, almost as if something is holy here, like a different kind of holy, almost as if it's brimming out power from this tent. Ooh. Wait, and so can I use like my divine as, sense to attune to that? Because how? Not, how f- in, not that you need to. Uh, oh. Given the fact that if you procked it, you probably would have a headache given the yeah, environment. It's- you don't hone in on something specific with that. It's just if it's in the area and there's a lot. Oh. Yeah. So as as you could tell, there's something here. Like investigation-wise, there's something here definitely of interest. But you're not exactly sure what. You haven't gone inside. Well, no time like the present. Hmm. Also, I forgot to let you know, um, I forgot I have a passive investigation of 13. You do. I, I rolled do. for it like and an idiot. That's that's why I gave you what I did, because I'm using your passive. Ah, okay. Trying to yeah. see if I could do better. I just want to... Yeah. Something's... Aw. 
Well, it's the first kind of lead we have. We're in a sea of many. Do you want to go in? Might as well. I just don't feel like going off on our own is the greatest idea here, so if we go, we go as a group. Agreed. Okay. In- yep. I, I still want to punch that guy in the face. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go All in right. first then. As you enter, you see immediately within this tent is basically empty. There is one side which is full of golds and luxury and m- magical items and various other uh, pieces as well as like one long staff of what looks like to be a bird at the top holding uh, a a rubelette gem uh, in its eyes and on to the other side this massive deeply etched arcane sigils that just run along up and down this cage as well as a single man in a red coat with flaming red hair running down. Wait a minute. And just completely distraught, as well as these golden shackles. As he's caged in there, he is currently just downtrodden and driven to depression. Before he looks up and sees you, Dante. Hello? Uh, hi? I am assuming you are a buyer. Um. Buyer. Buyer. We would eventually follow Dante. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, just browsing. Well, then you're going to have to wait until my capturer returns. Not much uh, you can do while these gates are closed. Wait, wait a freaking minute. Are you? You're not, you're not in there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, we'd yeah. e- I said we'd eventually follow. Okay. Like we're do not. You all, do you all make your way in? I yeah. want to know. All right. Mm-hmm. This place dangerous. Wait. All right. All right. So this, we're we're technically here now. Can I say? Yeah. Yeah. All go, right. Go so ahead. he's all right. Just want to make sure. He said until my capture comes, and if you're a buyer, right? He did say that, right? Just want to double check. Yeah. Wait. Are you a slave? Not by choice, unfortunately. Yeah, Sutra just sees the cage and a person in it, and she's like, oh. In this cage, you can almost see, almost as if the oh, entire right cage... Back. The entire cage has a slight glow to it. Almost as if it's trying to contain what's inside. Huh. As this uh, brimstone-colored skin man, as he Looks out to all of you. And who might all of you be? Uh, Citra? Hi. 
A little Citra. She is so uncomfortable with this whole scenario. <laughs> Dante kind of like awkwardly clapped, like kind of just tapping himself like. So what you've seen around here? I've seen a lot of things. Unfortunately, I am not inclined to divulge that. Not even to anyone who would dare to buy me. Dare to <laughs> buy you? To buy me. Ah. Well, I mean, like, oh. we weren't particularly in the market for uh, people? Question mark. <laughs> Looking at you curiously. Okay. Noticing all of you are kind of weird and different in your own ways, he begins to kind of crawl over from the cage as he stands up. Uh, not too tall of a man, but definitely, definitely different in his own way. Does he have markings on his face? There are. There are two markings, these oh, bright exactly reddish lines as they run down. Yeah. I know who it is. <laughs> I, myself, not see true, clearly. Yeah. As he walks over and he puts the shackles like on one of the bars as he kind of props himself against it. <coughs> You're all so interesting. You're different. I can tell. Looking at you, Citra. You have a kind heart, I can tell. Oh, thank you. I'm so sorry you're in a cage. It's, a, it's an inconvenience. The situation would have been much more different if I hadn't made the mistakes I did. Hmm. Assuming the only way out is to buy you out, which is such a disgusting notion. Perhaps there might be another way. Another? You're all looking for information. Is that right? Mm. Yeah. Yep. Ah. Indeed. Yep. So really have the heart of adventurers. I would know much about that. I know the real name of the proprietor of the Fulcrum Acquisitions. The real name? And I can provide it to you, and if you know his real name, he will do anything, anything to keep that silent. Oh. And he will give you anything in order to make sure that silence is kept. So if we know his name, we can use it to get you out? No. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm already in this situation because it was a terrible, terrible mistake, but... I might have an idea. There is a demon who runs this shop. Ah. If you're willing to eat a trade with him, or if you're willing to take from him, like his keys that keep this cage closed and these shackles on me, I will tell you the name. 
Well, who are you specifically? Yeah. I mean, I'm calling I mean, bullshit. <laughs> Make an insight check. That Citrus just asking his name because at this point, if they're gonna help him in some way, oh. might as well know the name. Yeah, uh, let me see. Uh, yeah. Our dusk mother, please help us. That's a nat one, baby. <laughs> oh, this man. This is an honest man, and for all that might give an idea, he's. He can't be possibly lying if he wants out of the situation as badly as he is, but you can tell he has other motives as well. But that's as much as you can get, aside from desiring freedom. Oh, okay. That's my uh, name. Mm-hmm. You, you wanted to know my name, yes? Yeah, yeah. what's your name? My name. Is Ignis Brimlight. <gasps> Ignis! That, we're gonna go ahead and end tonight's episode. And there it is! I was like, wait a minute, hold the door! Ignis! Is that it's you? the boy? Let's do this. <laughs> it's the boy! <laughs> I will send you guys the art for what he looks like soon. Uh, but yes! <laughs> Ooh, he uh, sideswiped me with that one. Uh, as soon as he explained the hair, I was like, hold on. <laughs> For some reason, what came to mind was Santa Claus. No. Even though I'd never actually watched that episode. For some reason, I'm not. Is it Santa Claus? <laughs> no, he helped us destroy a uh, specific creature. Alongside yeah. Aspen. Uh. Yeah, he's back. He's back, and I, I have plans for him in the future. Anyways, I'm so interested to NPC my boy now. <laughs> I'm so excited! <laughs> yeah. And uh, waiting for this stat block. Anyways, that being said, that's where we're going to go ahead and end tonight's episode. And... <sighs> so many plans for fulcrum acquisitions. Oh uh, man! Well, this would this would be a great place for me, but unfortunately, I just kind of slipped that I'm a thief. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but so I was trying to stop you. He only knows what I look like now, but he doesn't know what I look like later. With my True. skin clothing. <laughs> Skin. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to make it better by saying it felt like hair, but you know. Sager, <laughs> I think, is the only one not bothered by that. <laughs> All right, oh, she so grief is naked. <laughs> so, that, that being noted, we're going to go ahead and uh, do some quick announcements, and then we'll be heading off. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, this week I have posted the first episode of Spicy Anime Reviews. That's because I'm 
accounted for the time. Uh, episode one is me doing a spicy anime review of Don Machi season two to start it off. I'm so excited for it. And by the time this episode also comes out, the next episode of spicy anime reviews will make its way over onto the Patreon. It is with our good friend Izanami VA, uh, otherwise known as Tara, otherwise known as the voice actress that plays Hestia for, uh, Don Ma or for How to Be an Adventurer. So, if you guys are looking forward into watching my friends uh, uh, agree to torturing themselves, basically, <laughs> uh, by all means, head on over to the Patreon. Uh, early previews are for the five and up tier, so uh, get uh, get your patron in today, I suppose. Thank uh, you for your patronage. Yes, thank you so much for your patronage, uh, which this show is also driven by as well. Uh... See, next up. Just oh. leave that low enough. Okay. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. Um, I've already talked about D6 stuff. Uh, my goodness, I don't think there was anything else aside from that. Uh, oh, and I, I guess a secondary reminder, uh, again, uh, I'm heading to Anime Riverside this weekend. Uh, I'll be back in time to record our usual episodes, but I'm going to be talking to all of you about what our schedule is for next month, so that'll, that'll be what that is. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm going to be going, looking forward to it, hope to probably film some stuff, maybe, we'll see. But yeah, that's... I think that's it for me. I'm I'm all good. Uh, Blue, how you now? Doing good. So trying to put dots together. This is hard, hmm. <laughs> but enjoying it. Yeah, a lot of the hmms are happening. Um, I'm technically not much going on, except I'm doing a bunch of work for you recently and artwork for D6. Aside from that, uh, my commissions are open if you want. My Twitter handle, again, is Blue Casanate with an underscore in between, just in case. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. Just gotta get your work done. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm getting through it. I'm getting through it. Yeah. Alright. Uh, next up is Connor. Hey. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube.com slash Distortion Devil. I stream Tuesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, be sure to check out, uh, my DMs Guild, I just released the College of Distortion Bard. Yes. Uh, and I'll, I'll also be releasing a couple of other subclasses on there, as well as a uh, a pretty big project that I've been working on on the sidelines. I'm not sure when that's going to be out, but uh, keep an eye out. More to come. Ha he. Ha he. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is Jade. Hi, it's Jade the Firefox, who plays Dante, your changeling rogue paladin. Um, Hell yeah. Still currently working yes. on the yeah. short comic of post-Yugoloth, um, our, our post-Yugoloth uh, adventure. Uh, both me and Blue are working on that. I already made the sketches, and Blue is lining them, and we'll figure out who's coloring them next. Um, commissions are still open. You can message me on Twitter at Jade underscore, uh, Jade underscore Firefox at Twitter.com. And, um, that's, that's it. That's it. Alrighty. And last but not least is my good friend, Daitomodachi. I don't yeah. know why I'm saying it that way. Yep. Nope. It just felt <laughs> right. Yep. 
Yo, this is Daito Madachi, aka Brother Half Orc Samurai. Uh, I am, I am actually streaming again on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Daito Madachi Live. I am doing a Pokemon Sword Nuzlocke, Nuzlocke, um, on the Twitch channel. I'll be streaming it Mondays, Wednesdays, and possibly Fridays, depending on my schedule, but I can guarantee Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, nothing new on my channel yet. Most, uh, most of my uploads gonna be uploaded mid, um, second week or third week of June. So I'll just keep a close eye on that. And that's it for me. Alright. Alrighty. Looking forward to it. Well, I guess, uh, nothing else pressing? Nope. Nope. Don't think so. Alrighty. Well then, that being said, thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you all for, uh, hanging out with us and being a part of this little journey we have ahead of us. Uh, we love you so, so, so very much. We hope you stay safe. And as always, see you next Sunday. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. 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 Have a good bye. Bye. Mustard on pizza. Hey. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of D6 Black Archives. Come back next week to hear our next episode and the adventure continue. Thank you all so very much. We love you. And as always, see you next Sunday.